0: Welcome to another episode of Triumph and Tierra's. I am your hostess, Suzanne Proxa, business strategist and coach for female entrepreneurs who are purpose-driven and looking to make a major impact in the world. This podcast is my passion and is intended to showcase Women who have overcome obstacles to hopefully inspire and empower all of you to do the same. And now on with the episode. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Triumph and Tierras. I am Suzanne Proksa, your host, and I am here today with Carolyn Corner. She is a business medium, consultant, spiritual advisor certified soul realignment specialist and the founder of energy economics and so she is here today to tell us her story which is very interesting um, but I think a lot of people will be able to relate to if they have ever been in a situation where you know maybe perhaps they, they didn't fit right in or you know, didn't conform to the norms, um, which I can certainly relate to in a lot of ways. So welcome, Carolyn. Thank you for having me. Hi. So tell us your story. Well, I grew
1: up here in Switzerland, in Europe, uh, in a country which um, is very intellectually driven in a family that is definitely intellectually driven. There was no religion, no belief system of any kind, definitely no spiritual belief systems installed in our family. And from, from the start, as long as I can remember, I just had this sixth sense. Um, I saw here, just um, felt things around me that other people couldn't. And I wasn't aware of that because, you know, whatever you have is your reality. So for me, this was normal. I was normal um, because that was the only way I knew. And when I was about maybe five, six years old, I remember that very vividly um, because I was playing and I was, you know, seeing, talking, hearing things. And I was sort of probably having a loud discussion in my my children's bedroom. And my mom entered and she came in and she was so shocked seeing me there talking through the wall, you know, things that she obviously couldn't see. And she asked me what I was doing and I was explaining, naively, I was explaining what I was doing and she was really shocked. For her, it was the biggest fear that I was um, mentally not fit for this world because we had an uncle or she had an uncle uh, in the family, in, in, or actually in my father's family and nobody knew what was really going on with him but he just, since childhood, she was in in care because he wasn't mentally fit, and so she got really scared. And I felt that as a child, and 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 she told me, you know, you know, stop that, don't do that, and things like that. And I started to hide my one part of me, this whole sixth sense, this whole other world that was going on with me, I just hit from there on and I felt ashamed. And I felt old and I realized then that my world that I thought was so normal isn't really the reality for other people. And when I grew older and you know I had a normal career, um I um was then choosing to go into business, into finances, and I had a a normal life, but this other life was there too. And I, I entertained that with myself, and there was, you know, very, very close friends who knew about it, and, and, and later my husband. But it took so long for me to really be myself and to get out of that fear based zone where I wasn't able to show who I truly was. And I had this accident a couple of years ago now. Where I was walking with my husband in the Swiss Alps, beautiful scenery. I thought I was, you know, in a, in a nice state. Everything was going fine. I had a lovely job, but I knew that it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't fulfilling my soul. But I didn't do anything about it. It was too comfortable. The job was too good paid. <laughs> I, um, you know, I, I was very independent. I was the head of finance and, 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 and HR in a, in, a, in a growing company, which I helped grow from a, from a six-figure company to a multi-million company, and I was there for eight years, but I knew it didn't fulfill me. It wasn't what I really was looking for. And it didn't give me that sense of really being, being happy with what I did. So I didn't do anything about that because I felt too comfortable, and I probably didn't really, really realize That I should bring whatever I had as well on my side into this life. I did, however, work for a very long time already with integrating those energy knowledge and integrating whatever I hear and the sensitivities that I had. That's why I was so successful. But I didn't really tell anybody. I mean, some, I guess, my bosses really knew in a way, but we didn't discuss that. They were happy that things were going well. So. There was that walk with my husband and I got really really hurt like badly hurt I, I stuck my feet into a um, into a rock and I couldn't move anymore but made the movement itself fell over and you know I couldn't walk anymore and I was literally my both of my feet were broken the bands were ripped and you know I couldn't make one more step ahead and it was So it was like a lightning struck me. I knew this was the reality. I can't move on anymore in the life that I was living. It wasn't wasn't me. And so, you know, it took a, a while to figure out. But I had to overcome this fear that I'm who I am and that's okay. And I can share that because whoever doesn't like it, You know, it's their problem, not mine, because I wasn't different to before. I was just not speaking out about it. So it took a few books that I've read, and with with the help from a few friends, I um, started to get out and looked for other people who had that sensitivity. And I have to say, in Switzerland, they don't sell books really often. In from like, you know, I know now from in the US or in the UK, you have books from Hay House. We didn't really have that. Not, definitely not in, in my city, not in our bookstores. So I didn't know about this whole world already existing somewhere out there. And I wasn't alone, I didn't know that. So um, a friend of mine actually, an American friend told me about those books, she gave, me that she gave them to me to read. And, you know, to make the long, long story short, I was invited to Sonia Chochette's um, sort of a, a training and it's sensitivity training And i met with her and she told me you know i don't know why you don't do the work i do and i don't know why you don't teach and and all of that and in the end i ended up to go to fly to chicago and i met her we talked about it and i met about 20 of those outstanding women and men who were already working in a way that probably i do now and what i felt for the first time is that I'm not the outside and I'm not the odd one. I'm just normal because everybody else was there like me too. And that really helped me to, to just know that when I fly back to Switzerland, I'm going to fly back as who I truly am with everything I have. And I did. And I had to overcome the fears of many situations when I came back, you know, talking about it. When they asked me what I did, I told them, Yeah, I was going, you know, I was there, I did the sensitivity training, I did this and that, and you know, I was open about it, and people looked at me, but nothing really bad happened. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure some people thought I'm, you know, lost it, <laughs> but nothing bad happened. And and that was the biggest relief when I was who I truly was,
0: and showed it. It wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. I love that. So um, that's very interesting, too, because, um, you know, I've talked before about sometimes the fears that we have are things that are never going to come true, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we have to remember that it's very possible that if we take a leap, that it's going to be okay.
1: Yeah, exactly. You know, in our heads, the fears grow bigger and, and more vigorously and probably in more detail, you know, we, we think about what could happen. And whenever we are in that state of fear, we add extra special Horrible things to it. <laughs> so when you probably start out with a little fear, you know, over the, over the days, weeks and, he- and months ahead, you can add details to that fear, you know, how horrible it's going to be, how much rejection you're going to have or how much um, Difficulties you're going to be experiencing. And, and, and as more as you go into that fear based energy, the bigger this fear gets. And, and you let something, maybe it's just a, a thought that was unpleasant grow into that big fear or balloon of fear, and then you know when you pop it, you see there is actually not much left there. It's just a lot of that was in, a lot of that fear based on your imagination, the negative imagination that you had definitely,
0: so you talked about you know when you were you were five years old and I think you started to figure this out. And um, so surely, I'm sure that, that carried forward for you. How did you, how did you get past that? You know, that, I mean, while you were growing up and into, you know, how did you actually deal with that, that judgment? Uh, like you mentioned your, your parents, yeah. Um, we're kind of concerned and that kind of thing. How did you get through all of that?
1: Well, basically, I ignored a part of myself. Um, I didn't show it to the world. I did go into hiding. Um, it's. I think it's often with people who have similar stories like me. It's not even that they had a bad experience, but they, they sort of, when they, you grow up, you sort of realize that you're different or other people don't have the same abilities, even though everybody could have the same abilities. Nothing sixth sense is not just um, reserved for, for a few people. It's absolutely, it's just the training or an openness that you have or not have. And once you open that up, it's you know possible for everyone. But it's just, you realize that not everybody uses that sixth sense. It's probably better wording. And for me, it was just not, not showing who I am. And that was so exhausting over the years because every sentence that I was talking to, I had to go through, I mean, you know, you get sort of accustomed to that, but every sentence that was, that was I was saying to, to friends, to people to, to, at school, I would run through my head if that's something that I can say. Or if that would sound odd. Yeah. Because having that sensitivity, and you know, when I was younger and, and didn't know that much about how to use it, I got through life very open, with that sense very open, and I got a whole lot of information. <laughs> and you have to be very careful with what you say. You don't want to scare other people. That's what was my logic. So I didn't deal with it as a, as a, teenager I didn't definitely didn't deal with it as a child and I sort of dealt with it started to deal with it when it was so obvious that this is in my life that I didn't feel good about myself anymore so I had to look at it
0: yeah so uh, you know as a business strategist you know I know I see so many different fears, you know, women have so many. It's, there's just a laundry list of things, you know, they're terrified to do or scared of and things like that. What what suggestions do you have for for those women who are struggling and fears holding them back or keeping them from doing the things that they need to do to move forward?
1: Well, there are a few things that I think the most important for me is that you be yourself in business, whatever you do. And I see that very often with my clients. Um, sometimes they start to, you know, there are so many ideas about strategies that you have to follow in your business. Mm-hmm. There are so many ideas about how other people sort of been very successful doing this and that. You have to find out, who you truly are, what are your true talents. So it doesn't help if you, you know, let's say somebody's very good at um, marketing themselves on Facebook and they've been very successful. Now they say you have to go live to Facebook live, do that, do this, do that. And this is very successful. Now, if you are somebody who's a real connector, connecting to people and, you know, you're not very comfortable being on camera, you're not comfortable getting out there talking to nobody in particular, then this is going to be difficult for you to take off and work off like this is your medium. So, it's not your thing, but you're very good at connecting with persons. So, you could be profiting much more if clients refer to you to other people, other people they know. It, it's, there is not one shoe that fits all, and that's definitely not in business. And you hear all these stories about those ones, strategies that you definitely have to follow but if they're not resonating with yourself it's i don't think they work there are many very different ways to do so i think to really be in tune with yourself know what you're good at find out and, and this will be easy finding out where you have your blockages your patterns your family patterns that you tap in like things that come up again and again in your life in your business problems that you show with your partners in business that show with your clients like if you have a problem with boundaries say um, you would have pushy client and you think why why have I got the third or fourth pushy client this week well, what's wrong here what's, so this is a sign that you obviously have sort of what one of one of the things that you have following you is something that you're not very clear about, where your boundaries are. And people, other people that are in business doing the same thing probably have never a client who is pushy because they're so clear with their boundaries, it's never even a question. Mm -hmm. So those are things that you can detect yourself. Um, Where are my weak points? Where do I, where do I, I get into similar situations again and again. And then you can look at that and find out, you know, where does that come from? Is that something that is just the weakness that I have to overcome? Is that something that actually my mother or my grandfather already had? And and was that something I picked up, sort of <laughs> soaked in with the, uh, when I was a child? So there, there are different ways. That, that's one thing then. Being true to yourself and really know your way how you best perform. And sometimes it is just taking that leap of faith and say, you know, there, there are fears here. I don't know about this and I'm not, not sure about that. But what really is the worst thing that can happen? And take a step, I'm not saying financially, not, not, not go and risk big, big things and take big steps, but take little steps and take little risks and see how that works out. Taking that leap of faith and say, okay, might not work out, but I'm going to just try it and see what happens. Another great thing is using your feelings. Of course, this is a is a two sides knife, um, a two sides sword. I don't know if you said it in English too. It's, um, <laughs> once you have blockages and patterns that hold you back this will hold you back from taking that faith that, 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 that step that final step to overcome a fear but in the other hand your feelings will also tell you if you feel really comfortable with the situation or comfortable with the way you're going and if you what I tell my clients often is if they're in a difficult situation they just take a deep breath and then take your hand and put it on your heart and breathe very deeply and breathe out and just feel you know what is the truth behind that what is the fear why does that come up Um, how do I feel about this situation and how can I solve that and with also integrating the heart and not just the brain sometimes the step to to take that leap of faith can be easier
0: Awesome. So I think it's interesting, uh, and also inspiring that you, you know, you took your experience and you actually turned it into something that you love that you do for a living. And um, I think that that is very encouraging for a lot of the, the ladies out there who maybe think that these things are uh, holding them back, etc.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. you know what do you what do you have to say to to women in that regard as far as you know if they feel like they're held back by something like this
1: well i think the the most important thing is to find out what really fills your heart and soul because i i really truly believe that we are not here just to do whatever about that, we are here to enjoy ourselves, to have fun, to to live a life of happiness and the feeling of fulfillment and at least feeling that our life and what we do means something to us so we can identify with it. And if there is a fear behind that, then, you know, step by step, you have to look at that fear and take it out and, and find out what you can do about it. There's so many ways you can, of course the classical way would be go to a psychologist or p- psychiatrist and look at what your worst fear are. You can go to a kinosologist and find it out in a more holistic way. Um, you know, you can, you can go to all kinds of different things that help you overcome a fear, but sometimes it's just writing it down feeling your way through it and it's so obvious in most cases what really lights you up what makes you happy and whatever puts a smile on your face that's something that you should be encouraged to do and it 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 shouldn't be you know it doesn't have to be dramatic and definitely it doesn't have to be what other people do because you know when i came to the conclusion that I had to sort of combine the energy work with the economic work that I do or did for such a long time. And I I really like that side too. Um, I did form something that didn't really exist out there. And sometimes that's exactly what we have to do, just follow what we're good at and follow our passion because I truly believe that we are not going to find that satisfaction in life if we don't embrace what really makes us happy and puts a smile on our face and what's like lighting us up.
0: Yes. A million times that. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> definitely. Um, so yeah, that is awesome. So it, um, tell me there are I'm sure people out there who want to know how to find you on social media and where they can find you online do you want to share that with the audience yes of course
1: um, well you ca- can find me on on Facebook on, on Instagram which is the most intimate um, channel that I use because I'm mm-hmm. sharing a lot of my life there um, you can find me of course on my website carolinecorner.com it's Corner.com. Um and I would love to share with you if you go to, to my website I have a, um, a free ebook and if you'd love to know more about tools or sort of little meditations and, and things that can help you to just get that Get that state, overcome those fears. Um, you can go to start your journey or start your journey, um, and there there's a free download, and it's really a, a lovely ebook that I've put a lot of thought and <laughs> work into, just to share um, things that you can do with you know that doesn't really take a lot of space or time in your life, but improve it. And, um, I've seen it many, many times with your clients. Um, just, just doing something in a morning, like, um, you know, put your vibration up, put yourself in a good mood, lift yourself up a five minute, um, just thinking of beautiful things right now, appreciation, um, that can really change the whole day instead of you know, getting up and on, you know, what's going to get next, and oh, this will be stressful. You're already in a bad mood and already in, in lower vibrations if you do that. So, if you have something that lifts you up in the morning, that just keeps you going till lunchtime. <laughs> so, there are a lot of little tools and little sort of secrets that I share in there, and it's something that can pick
0: you up right away. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing and offering that. You're very welcome. Thank you for being on the show. You guys don't realize this is listeners, but it's midnight where she's at. (laughs) And she's more awake than I am. And it's four here. So uh, thank you so much for staying up late and being on with with me. And uh, to the audience, I adore you and love you. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Thank you so much for having me. It was wonderful. (laughs) Thank you for listening today. I hope that you found some inspiration from today's episode. If you would like to find me and check me out, you can head over to SuzanneProxa.com or if you are a female entrepreneur who is purpose-driven, head over to my Facebook group, at fempreneurs.biz. Thank you so much for listening today and I will see you in the next episode.